Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. That's right, Boston Bruins fans, the boys are back. I'm Kurt Schmid, and you're listening to Believe in Boston Bruins on the Believe Podcast Network. We believe in Boston Bruins. Do you believe? On this week's episode, the Bruins are skating again at Warrior Ice Arena, and Delaware North is studying how fans can return to the TD Garden safely. If you enjoyed this show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can also find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. The Boston Bruins made an announcement on Friday morning that an unidentified player had tested positive for the coronavirus. The player was tested twice more, and both of those tests came back negative. He has been and still is asymptomatic and hasn't been at the team facility. He will be tested next week before being allowed to be at the facility during Phase 2. With Phase 2 of the return to play plan coming into effect last week, Brad Marchand and Patrice Bergeron were the first players to report to Warrior Ice Arena. Brad even posted a picture of the two of them on his Instagram page. Chara, Moore, and Lindholm skated at Warrior on Friday. All Bruins players who have returned to this point during Phase 2 have returned with negative test results. I would expect Coyle, Wagner, and Grizzlick to be back next week or this week because they live in the Boston area, so I expect them to be skating sometime soon. Jake DeBrusque was um, was doing some stuff on social media, so he's still up in Edmonton. I guess he was baking cookies with his mother, so he should be back soon, depending on depending on how if if and when he comes back and if he has to quarantine and other stuff like that. David Krejci usually spends his off-seasons down in South Carolina, so I would expect him back within the next couple of weeks or this week. Um, so hopefully those guys will, will all be back and start skating. There are several players, including Nordstrom, Bleed, and Pasternak, that remain outside the United States, but they are expected to travel back to Boston before training camp begins on July 10th. Now, one thing to consider is that it's a good idea for them to hang out in Europe for a while since these workouts in Phase 2 are not mandatory, so I don't see them rushing back. And I'm not sure if they would have to quarantine before reporting to camp, which would mean coming back to Boston two weeks sooner. So we'll, we'll just have to see about that. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of stuff about being quarantined and stuff like that and... You know, it's a lot of stuff I don't want to, like, get into right now. You know, this is the first step on a long road back. Glad they're able to get time on the ice. Fitness in terms of skating ability and endurance is going to be one of the hardest things to recover 
after after three months off and and it will take some time to get their skating legs back and you know they have about a month to get all this all this straightened out but at least it's a start and it's encouraging but i still wonder if the only ice we're going to see this summer is in our drinks because the nhl and nhlpa still have to negotiate phase four the games the protocol the hub cities so a start date on the 2014 tournament is still be determined. Now there are rumors that Vegas is one of the two hub cities. And I think it's great because you know, you have it's Vegas. You're going to have resorts. Players are going to be able to quarantine in these resorts. So basically, I don't see any how it would be possible for a player to test negative if everybody's going to be quarantined in the same place you know, in the, well, in the same resort and then go over to the arena. I just don't see how this is going to happen. But then again, I'm not a doctor. My guess is that the NHL will probably open for play on August 1st, but who knows? It feels, I feel like they're stretching things out where they're going to be running into maybe September and October. And we could possibly, maybe October, we could see another wave of infections that shuts everything down. So the future of hockey is in doubt. But then again, like I said, I'm not a doctor, okay? I don't see how any of these players are going to be quarantined and and come back test positive, okay? I just don't see it, but we'll see what happens. And this this makes you think about next season. When will the new season start? If the playoffs end in October, you know, you maybe get, what, the month of November, maybe the month of November off and start up training camps maybe mid mid December and you start the season with the winter classic. You know, would that would be that would be awesome. You know, you start you kick off the season with that one big huge game of the year on on January 1st. And the the NHL has done it before. You know, through when they've had lockouts. They've started the season in January and played, what, a 42, 46-game schedule? So there is a good possibility we could see hockey next year. Or we could get another another wave of, of infections, and we may not even have a season. So it's a good thing that we're actually finishing off this season because there may not be a next season. And the other question about next season is, would fans be able to attend by then? I saw an interesting article in the Boston Globe a few weeks ago. Delaware North, who owns the TD Garden, did a study aimed at outlining the best practices for reopening. Although nothing has has been finalized, there are suggestions outlined in the study. One of them is a controlled entry. To avoid the rush at the door and diminish risk of infections, the doors will open earlier maybe three hours ahead of game time for suite holders and two hours for general seating and maybe an additional hour in each case. Well, here's the thing about the TD Garden. There's only one entry to the TD Garden right now. The You have the new hub on Causeway, which was just built, and you have two escalators that actually will bring you up into the arena. Now, the old the old way to get into the arena was through the through the train station with escalators. But now they have a main escalator outside so you can actually go up into the TD Garden through this one access. 
So it's, I don't know how that's going to work out, but if, if they're letting people go in maybe an hour, an hour or two before, I think that's going to work out good. You know, this would be, I mean, this would mean less crowds at the bottom of those escalators. Season or ticket hold, not season ticket holders, but regular ticket holders would be required to reserve, reserve an entry time designated, say maybe a 15 minute window when to arrive at the entrance. Getting into the garden could be like maybe boarding a plane, be like zoner status. You know, like they can have all the season ticket holders come in, you know, let's just say, let's just say here that if you go, you're a season ticket holder, you can go in, let's just say the game starts, you you have a regular game night, it's seven o'clock. All right. Now, normally the doors would have opened at six. So what they would probably do is, all right, season ticket holders, you can enter at four o'clock. All right. So all the season ticket holders can oh, are, are able to come in at four. Then you get, and then from five until game time, you're able to have people who have a regular, just a plain tick, you know, regular people who went out and bought their tickets on StubHub or Ticketmaster or wherever. So that makes that makes that makes sense. Now, until an, a, vaccine, a vaccine is developed, the garden is putting a limit on the capacity of of seating, which would mean no more like sellouts. All right, they've had this long string of sellouts for years, which would mean about twelve to fourteen thousand people, which to me makes sense. But how are you gonna like? social distance people, it, it kind of makes you wonder how you're going to social distance during this whole thing. Because, you know, what are you going to do? A family of four, you know, let's just say you have a family of four and then they, they take up half a row and then you have like maybe like three or four seats. I don't know. I forget how many seats are in a row, but we'll just, it's going to be interesting to see how they seat people too. Now the garden seats about 17850 for hockey. So... You know, social distancing, twelve to 14,000 is going to be a little bit difficult, but it's going to be interesting to see what else they come up with, at, you know, once we're ready to allow people in. You could see signage that will promote sanitizing methods and health precautions. Body temperatures are going to be taken. Uh, all fans will be required to have their temperature taken um, to be admitted. So you might see somebody at the bottom of the escalator with a with one of those thermometers. Uh, the mandatory wearing of masks, which is all over the place now, so I see that. This will be required for all building staff, ushers, concessions operators, and all fans, other than when they are eating or drinking. So basically, if you're drinking your beer, you, you're going to be able to have your mask off. Or if you're having a hot dog, you're going to be able to have your mask off. Now, the concession, now, thinking about the concessions, you're going to be sitting there, right? Or you're going to be standing there in line. What is what is the concourse going to look like? Is it going to be a complete mess? Because you're going to have people having to stand six feet apart. So it it you know it's going to be interesting to see how they come how they do that because you know is the other thing is is the TD Garden is going to be all one way around the around the concourse. You're not going to have people going passing each other. It's going to be one way around the concourse. You know, it all, it, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what they come up with. Now, all of this makes sense. You want to get fans back into the TD Garden, but you have to make it safe for everyone. 
you know, will this happen next season? I have no idea, even if there is a season. Maybe the Bees play in an empty TD Garden next season. At some, oh, excuse me, coffee. At some point, the team in the arena are going are to be losing money over this. And think a little bit, and think about this. How about the restaurants around the garden? The Fours, Boston Beer Works, Hurricanes, and all the others. They thrive on events at the garden. Not just the Bruins games, but the Celtics and other shows. You know, go there when there isn't an event and the and the whole area is quiet. The restaurants are empty. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Some things need to return to normal. And this study is going to, is going to give us fans that will be able to return to the TD Garden and watch our Bruins play again. I hope that time comes soon. I mean... You know, if there is a season next year, are we going to be able to go? You know, are they going to have fans in attendance? Who knows? But it's going to be interesting. And, you know, let's, but the first thing is we're getting the guys on the ice for this season. And hopefully by by this time next year, we're going to be talking NHL playoffs. But right now we're talking NHL playoffs now. The boys are back in the, are back at Warrior. So, I'm hoping that they go on and win a cup. But in other Bruins news, David Pasternak was awarded the Golden Hockey Stick as the Czech Republic Player of the Year. Yeah, he only, if this season would have continued, he would have hit 50 goals. At least 50, maybe 50, maybe 51. Who knows? But good for him. He won this award for the Czech Republic Player of the Year. Now, Bruins center David Krejci won it in 2013. And, of course, um, Dominic Hasek has won it. And also, Yarmir Yager has, has won those awards. Now, speaking of awards, Bruins defenseman Kevin Miller is the Boston Bruins 2020 Bill Masterson Trophy Memorial Trophy nominee as selected by the Boston Chapter of Professional Hockey Writers Association. The Masterson Trophy is given to the player who best exemplifies the qualities and perseverance of sportsmanship and dedication to hockey. Miller didn't play a single game this season while trying to recover from serious knee injuries suffered during the 2018-2019 season. During his rehabilitation, he has been a constant presence at the Warrior Ice Ice Arena, putting in the hours in the gym, on the ice, and in the training room to try try and be a contributing factory trying to be a contributing factor for the Bruins once again. His dedication and perseverance haven't gone unnoticed by his team. The Bruins won... Now, here's here's another little thing for you. The Bruins won the Stanley Cup nine years ago this week. They have two more appearances in 2013 and 2019. Let's just hope 2020, we have another Stanley Cup and we get those duck boats ready. So hopefully I'll have some more information for you next week. Maybe we have more more informa- more information on where the hub cities are going to be. You know, you know what networks what networks are going to be covered on. Who knows what's going to happen? But all I know is that the boys are back in at Warrior. Hopefully more of them will show up in the coming days or weeks or whatever. And we can get this thing rolling and we can actually have a really fun playoffs or postseason or whatever you want to call it 
and we'll just enjoy summer hockey. This show is available on all your favorite streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. You can also find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. If you have a question, you can tweet me at HockeyNASCAR413. And if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great week and go Bruins. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.